Welcome to The Straight Cut. My name is Stephen Garland. I am Aaron Shuttleworth. And we are your hosts for a new podcast. Uh, we have titled this The Straight Cut, a West End Cigars podcast. Um, I'm really excited about this project. Aaron, what do you think? I, you know, I, I'm ecstatic. You know, it's something we've been talking about for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, just, you know, anything from the ground up takes time and, you know, to make sure you run it right. And I think we've done our due diligence and now we're ready to, uh, to have the people out there listen to what we have to say. Yeah, we put a lot of time and effort getting this set up and getting it going. Um, I know you were really gung-ho about uh, getting it launched, and yeah. I had to hold you off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's one of those good things. You know, it was, you know, I was definitely ambitious, but, you know, being held back a little bit helped. And we, you know, we've done some dry runs, and we've seen where we need to improve, and we have, and, you know, we're ready to go now. Yeah. So we want to kind of um, give an introduction um, with what the show is going to be. Um, it's going to be a show that develops over time. We're going to have guests on um, that will cover broad spectrums of mm-hmm. subjects. Um, anything from beer, whiskey, coffee, sports, golf. It's going all to be kinds of stuff. yeah. It's going to be you know jobs that not necessarily involve cigars, but cigars are incorporated in some degree. Yeah, any any field that can kind of overlap with what. Uh, your interest as a cigar smoker would be because we're just like you. Uh, we work in a shop is the only difference, um, but we are your typical cigar smokers. We're guys that hang out in shops when we go out of town. Um, so we have the same interest as you. So um, we look forward to what the show is going to become. Um, it's going to be, I think, uh, an interesting and fun ride. Yeah. So why don't you uh, kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little about you, Aaron? Well, let's see. I'm 34. Um I've been in the cigar industry, I guess, now for a little over three years, but I've been a cigar smoker since 2001-ish, something like that. So I was, I had my first cigar when I was 15, um, <laughs> bought my first one legally, you know, at 18 like normal. Um, but I've been an avid cigar smoker for, you know, majority of uh, my whole adult life, pretty much. I'm 34 now, and I, uh, it, it's the, it's a it's a good hobby and something to fall back on where you get to meet a lot of people and, you know, you form a, a second family. So that's what I like about it. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I mean, it's, uh, it definitely creates a, an atmosphere that you don't get in other places. So, but, uh, main profession is I'm a carpenter by trade. Um, been doing that for almost 20 years. Um, but working in a shop, it's not my full-time gig, but I enjoy every minute of it. What about you? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I just turned 30 this year. Um, I this is my full time job. Um, I manage the cigar shop, so I handle inventory and basically anything that comes up. But yeah, I've been doing this now, coming up on seven years. I'm not sure. I'll have to remember. But yeah. anyways, uh, yeah, I, I started smoking at 18. Um, I had a, a friend in college that uh, used to go into a shop and uh, he'd buy pipe tobacco a lot. So. One day he invited me to go with him, hang out. So I went with him, and, and I, I walked in, and I was like, this is where I want to be. Yep. Um, and it was just some little you know country cigar shop that's attached to a pet store um, that smells like cedar chips from the pet store, and the pet store smells like cigars. So, um, But it, it's one of those memories that will stick with me forever. You know, that's that's not a place I'll ever forget. So. Yeah, and we all have – we both have those stories, you know, what really cemented – the cigar culture into us and we'll get into that you know further yeah. down the line and everything and so you know 
this is a show you'll definitely find out more about us, you know, as totally different we are, but share, you know, the common interest in certain things. Yeah, for sure. Why don't you give us your, uh, your social media tags? So I am just on Instagram. Um, it's they call me Viking. Uh, it's under, it's an underscore after each word. So they underscore call underscore me underscore Viking. And once you see my pictures and everything, you'll understand why they call me Viking. So you're, you're a Facebook holdout. You, for some reason, hate Facebook, huh? Yeah, I, I see no... I, I don't need it. I, I don't want the drama that attaches to it. I just like Instagram, see the cool stuff that I'm building or stuff that I'm smoking or the newest tattoo that I got. Yeah, I get that. You know, there's you don't get... Um posts about you know my family family members doing this or uh you know i'm selling a used pair of underwear on on the facebook marketplace (laughs) and all this stuff you know i I have a facebook but mainly just so i could become the administrative have administrative roles on our page yeah so my name is out there but there's not much on it. there's no picture of me (laughs) no nothing yeah so i i am i'm one of the lone holdouts on the facebook thing you know i still have a myspace out there maybe so yeah, yeah, man, I haven't there. thought about MySpace in forever. Uh, I heard someone bought it and was trying to revamp it, um, and it never came back. But uh, do you remember what your what your uh, name? No, was? come on. Mine was Cigars Martini. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that is epic. I know, I know. When I was like <laughs> nineteen when I made that, so gotta love it. Cigars Martini. It sounds like uh, like a bad porn name or something. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, I have Instagram and Facebook. Um, so my Instagram is the underscore Don underscore Garleone underscore G A R L E O N E. Um, so it's supposed to be like, uh, Don Carleone, you know, it's kind of a, a play on my last name. Yeah. Um, and then I'm on Facebook. Um, we've got a, uh, a Facebook page set up now for the podcast. Um, so you can find us, um, if you just search the straight cut, or at the Straight Cut Podcast, that'll that'll come up. We also have Instagram. It's the Straight Cut. And uh, our shop's Instagram is West End Cigars, plural. Yeah, so we work at a shop in Little Rock, Arkansas called West End Cigars. Um, I've been here coming up on five years. Aaron, as you said, you've been here about three. Yeah, just had my three uh, last last week or so. Yeah, so yeah. I've been here for a minute. I, I, I was coming here before I started working here. Yeah. Um, we opened up in October of 15. Uh, let's see. This will be five. 2019 will be five years. So. Yeah, so tw- uh, October of 15, I started coming here. No, that'd be 14. 14, yeah, okay. So October I started coming 14. here probably February of 15 uh, as a full-time regular and everything and then started working here April 10th. 2016. So I've been in the shop, you know, for a long time. Yeah. But I've been able to see both sides and see how it both works and stories on both sides. Oh yeah, yeah. And this uh, this is a shop that means a lot to both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both here quite a bit. Um, when we opened this shop, there was only two in town. Um, it has now grown quite a ways, um, and so it's definitely been a great learning curve yeah. um, with having some new shops open up across town. Um, and Little Rock, if you don't know, is not a huge town. It's not like Dallas um, or anything like that. We've got, what, 700,000-ish? Maybe between all metropolitan. With yeah, Little Metro. Rock, North Little Rock, Saline County. I, I don't even know if I'd put it that much. It'd yeah. say 500, 
to 600,000 maybe. So not a big city. Um, so it, it's been really cool to watch the cigar community grow. Um, but at the same time, having to uh, deal with new shops opening does help support the, mm-hmm. the, um, the group that, that has kind of come about. So, and we're super appreciative of those guys um, that frequent the store. Um, we hope a bunch of you guys are listening. Um, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. This will be a show, you know, like everything else. It will evolve as it goes along. Um, but we're going to have our base stuff that we're going to do every week, whether we have a guest um, you know, a, a talk about a cigar, um, talk about what we're pairing it with at the time, whatever. Um, so if you want to get right onto that, we're smoking something right now. Yeah, we've got the uh, the La Roma de Cuba Mi Amor Bellicoso. Um, this is a cigar that we sell an absolute ton of, and I absolutely love this cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, the big debate is whether or not you love the uh, the Mi Amor or the Mi Amor Reserva. Which one do you like better? Um, I'm uh, Reserva. Yeah, me too. I like I'm that with one. You. I like that one uh, more, but I I love a bellicoso shape, and so this is just what we happen to have, you know, when I went in there and grabbed something, and just a regular one, and it's it's a great one, um, and I'm yeah. pairing it with the uh, with a Guinness right now, and you know anything goes with Guinness. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm mine. I'm pairing mine with uh, some water with some mio in it. <laughs> I've I've got a big uh, bike ride coming up. That's yeah. something you'll find out about me is I'm uh, really involved in cycling. Um, so I'm trying to hydrate. I've, I've been playing golf all day. It's another one of my big hobbies. So I'm um, trying to make sure I have enough water so that I can go ride tomorrow. I'm planning on doing about 60 miles tomorrow. So Ugh. it's going to be uh, quite a full day of well, you have fun the, with that. I'm, the sore rear end. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to do any of that. So back on the cigar, um, this is uh, the Bellicoso size, but this cigar also comes in a Robusto, which is a 5x50. The Duke, which is a five and a quarter by fifty-six, uh, the Bellicoso that we're smoking is a five and a half by fifty-four. Magnifico is six by fifty-two. The Valentino is a six by sixty, and the Churchill is a seven by fifty. So, uh, a few different size options for you there. And this is, uh, like I said, one of our best sellers. Um, it's made in uh, Don Papin's factory yep. in Nicaragua. Um, which, I mean, one of the best cigar makers. Oh, yeah. You know, legend mean, in the cigar world. Anything that he touches, it's it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, uses a San Andreas wrapper on it, um, Nicaraguan binder and fillers. So we're going to smoke through the cigar, and we'll kind of talk about it a few times throughout the episode. Um, and what we'll do is introduce you to the cigar that we're going to smoke next week um, during the episode. So what you can do is um, come into the shop, grab one, um, and smoke it while you're listening to the episode with us yep. next week. So um, this week it, it was just kind of a uh, let's get something that that we all love and yep. and we'll go from there. So and I and I haven't had one of these. It's it's probably been five months yeah. probably since I had a memoir, and it shouldn't be because it's it's really no, good. Yeah, I, I smoke a handful of these a month. So um, so like Aaron mentioned earlier, um, you know this is this is not just cigars. We're going to talk about a lot of different stuff. Um, this episode's more on like introduction to the show, um, what we're going to be doing. Um, and one thing that we're going to do with everybody is talk about your most memorable cigar. So just to kick things off, we're going to, we're going to give you our most memorable cigar. So why don't you go ahead and go first, Aaron? So my most memorable cigar, I have two, um, and they both happened this year, actually. Um, the first one was, um, if you know me, I do broadcasting. I've been doing broadcasting for 13 years for a high school football team. Uh, I played all throughout high school, uh, got injured, so I wasn't able to play in college. 
but I went right into the broadcasting side. I do the color commentary and the statisticians for Bryant High School. Yeah. Um, small little suburb. Well, I say small. It's grown to be quite big in, in Little Rock now. Um, but we happened to go to a state championship this year, first time ever went to state, and we won. And I was ecstatic. I was up in the booth. Um, I, I just couldn't believe it. So after I winning, after going onto the field and you know seeing the team, seeing the coach, the first thing I did was come up here to the shop uh, because I actually brought my travel humidor in my media bag just in case you know we did win. We weren't supposed to, but we ended up doing it. So I am, I, had, I ended up having a uh, Padron 50th that one of our good friends uh, gave me for Christmas. And I've just been saving it for a special occasion. Didn't know really what I was going to save it for. Um, but it's not, it's not like a Tuesday smoke. I always looked at it. And I was like, I don't know when I'm going to smoke this. Um, no, I don't want to smoke it now. You know, oh, it's nice outside. No, don't have that. But come championship day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this with me just in case we do happen to win. Because we weren't, we weren't supposed to win. We were supposed to just get demolished. Um, and the exact opposite happened. We did the demolishing, so I was ecstatic. Came up here, uh, the shop was shutting down. It was already, it was late. It was like eleven o'clock, and it was just me sitting in here by myself, uh, smoking that cigar. And it was, it was great. You know, just thinking about you know all the the stuff that you know, I'm not playing on the field, but I had just as much you know work on the backside of doing the media, doing the broadcasting, doing the studying for everything. So it was just a, it was just a a great, you know, joy for me to, to, you know, share that with just, just myself and just that cigar. And it was great. Um, my one a, I guess would be, um, me, my dad and my brother. I grew up in a military family. I got tickets to the army Navy game, uh, for this past year, went up to Philadelphia and actually went into Ashton's, uh, lounge in Philly and actually had a Mia Moore there. And uh, that was my first time smoking a cigar um, with my oldest brother. And we just had, you know, the full night just talking, reminiscing, you know, doing the brother thing. And, uh, you know, he's a lot older than me, but cigar is something that we both came to love in different aspects. Um, You know, I didn't know he was a cigar, cigar smoker. He didn't know I was, but it was, you know, something in our blood, I guess, that, uh, brought us to them and so just spending that weekend just having cigars with them you know in philly seeing army versus navy you know he's he's a uh, he's in the army my dad is an old sailor so they had that little rivalry going on during the game but just having that experience with both them was uh was top for me yeah that's pretty cool a lot of guys that i talk to about this that's their dads involved with uh-huh. you know their their most memorable cigar um, cause that's who introduced them to cigars a lot of times or a grandpa or whatever. So, um, that's a really cool experience to have. So what about you? Uh, for me, um, mine is a little more recent. Um, so we every year go to the IPCPR trade show. Um, and that's where we get to test out all the new products and, um, we get to see, um, some of the guys that aren't necessarily in the limelight, um, all the time. And some of the guys that are, um, but they're kind of hard to get to, right? So um, all the big guys are there, you know, Fuente, Pete Johnson, Pepin, um, everybody's there, right? So 
um, last year at IPCPR, we um, were fortunate enough to go to um, a, a dinner at Morton's Steakhouse in, in Vegas, uh, sponsored by My Father Cigars. And um, Brandon, the owner of the shop, and I were sitting there smoking a cigar. You know, we had dinner and we're kind of smoking throughout dinner. And then they brought some dessert and we're just kind of hanging out and, you know, the place is starting to filter out a little bit. And um, so I'm just kind of like looking around and, and watching. Um, and and I look around to my left and uh, sitting there is Jaime Garcia, uh, Don Papin Garcia, and Pete Johnson. They're all sitting at a table. Jose Ortega, um, literally five or seven <laughs> feet away from him, yeah. and, you know little further than arm's reach and i'm smoking a cigar that they hadn't released yet um that was being sold at the trade show as the big release for this next year um and and i'm just sitting there in almost shock um of who i'm sitting next to smoking um a cigar that's that's not in public nobody knows about it right um and you're sitting you're sitting smoking with some heavy hitters yeah yeah, and I'm nobody in the cigar industry, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I run a shop. That's yeah. that's nothing, right? And, and as much as I know about cigars, like, that's very little compared to those guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is very little. I mean, just think about, think the, about the, yeah, the years, the years yeah. that they have there of everything. Right, so all that kind of goes through my brain, and I turn to Brandon, and I'm like, man, look who we're sitting with. Like, this is this is an amazing moment for any cigar smoker. Because if you ask any guy that's a Tatuaje fan, they will drive hours and hours to go to an event that Pete Johnson's at, right? KC was there. Um, Dan was there. Everybody's there, right? And, and literally, I do nothing other than run a cigar shop that gave me the fortune to be in this room with these guys smoking their cigars. Yeah. Um, and, and eating their steaks. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it was just one of those moments where I just kind of, it, it just all kind of went through my brain. I'm like, wow, you know, how did I get this lucky? Yeah. You know, where did this come from? Yeah. So that one stuck in my brain pretty hard. I mean, that's a, that's a hard one to beat. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one to beat. I would say my, I have a few I've been saving. Um, I am getting married at the end of the summer. So I am going to, you know. She doesn't kill you before then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um <laughs> No, I think I, we both we both struck gold on on that aspect between my fiance and your wife. Yeah, definitely on that part. <laughs> we, I thought you were talking about you and your fiance. No. I was like, well, oh, maybe no. you struck gold. Oh, no. she, I, she kind of hit I, like uh, fool's gold over <laughs> yeah. here, you know. No, I uh, I outkicked my coverage by a mile. Oh yeah, we both did. Um, you know, but I have a few I've been saving for a special occasion, and you know, I'll, I'll have one of those uh, for then. So you know, everything will bump down a list, but yeah. that's definitely my most memorable right now now what about your first cigar so i don't have some like cool elaborate story of smoking with my grandpa or my dad my dad's a preacher um so he didn't smoke cigars when i was a kid See, my, my dad doesn't smoke either yeah so i don't have some cool story my first cigar was a Phillies blunt out of a, a cardboard package that i bought from a gas station yep sitting in my buddy's truck out on a back dirt road somewhere yep. Um, I mean, nothing elaborate. Mine, yeah, mine pretty much mirrors it. Mine was, uh, I think mine was either 
a Swisher Sweet or a Philly Chocolate Blunt on the side of a road. Those shouldn't even count. I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but my my first real cigar yeah. um, was a Punch, um, and I a, a Punch is a has a special place in my heart. I love Punch. It's one of my favorite brands. Um, what you? What, how about your first real? Like what you count as a real cigar? Uh, first real cigar was probably a um, a Monte Cristo Vintage series. Um, so uh, you know, I told you the story of of the the buddy that I went with. Mm-hmm. Um, so this little shop, he had a bunch of stuff in there, and um, so I went in and kind of sat down and talked to him and. And I tried smoking a pipe, and I do occasionally, but it's just not my thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not like a regular pipe guy. It has um, to be cold outside for... Yeah. And, like, I need to wear my tweed jacket when I smoke <laughs> a pipe. <laughs> but, uh, so a couple weeks went by, and I was kind of, like, dropping in there, um, trying out some different pipe tobaccos, um, you know, hanging out with my buddy. And then one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to try a cigar and just see what this is all about. Um, and so I went in his humidor and he had some there. And so I grabbed one and, and that's where it all started. So the rest is history. That's it. Yeah. I, I wish I had some cool yeah story, but <laughs> yeah, like, Oh, I well I got a, had a, you know, a Fuente Opus angel. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 we weren't that. Or the, the typical Cuban. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Cuban for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I was in Mexico and this guy brought me a Cuban on the beach. Yeah. It was a glass top humidor. One, one of them rare glass top humidors. <laughs> You know, I, I've smoked those before, but, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way and smoke those. All right. How far into your cigar are you? Uh, I took the first band off. Yeah, I haven't quite got to that band. Um, I was a little busy earlier yeah. when we first lit these. So um, what do you think of it? It's nice. It's, um, you know, it's it's lighter than what I normally smoke. Um, I tend to go more towards the heavy side, but this is more, you know, three-quarter-esque. Yeah, medium to full. Um, but it's... It's, you know, it's just what I need, uh, you know, kind of in the night on because I, um, I worked today mm-hmm. and I think this is cigar number five for yeah. me today. So my palate's not really shot, but I've had plenty of smokes, but this is a good one to, you know, in the, in the night on, um, it's flavorful, got some earthy notes to it. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm drinking it with Guinness. Um, so it, it complements it, uh, really yeah. well. Yeah. The, uh, like a cocoa and espresso kind yeah. of note stand out to me. Really good, man. A little bit of spice to it. Yeah. Real smooth finish, though. Yep. Um, yeah. I, almost I, a sweetness. Yeah. Finish. I, I like a, I like spice. I'm a, I'm a big fan of spice in yeah. cigar. Uh, pepper bombs. I love those. Like smoking a pepper all the way through. But this has just enough just to play with the taste buds and everything. Um, I like, uh, so it, I do a cold draw before cigars yeah. um, and get that, get a little bit of leathery note off of it and everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going great. And I'm in, I'm probably just now halfway through the second, third. So I'm like right at half, halfway point right now on it and it'll change here in, yeah. you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. So, um, we've got some guests lined up, um, that, that we're going to be doing through some episodes. So we won't always have a guest. Um, there'll be some, some weeks when it's just you and I, or, yep. or we may change it up. So there's a few guys that work here in the shop that you'll kind of in, get introduced to. Yeah. We're um, not, we're we not the only workers. Right. Here. Yeah. Brandon, the owner, I think is going to be our first guest next week. Um, so a guy that we both, um, really enjoy hanging out with oh, and, definitely. and knows a, a ton about cigars. I mean, and, he's and the captain, of, he's the captain of the ship. Yeah. So, so we're excited to have him on. Um, we are going to be smoking the Julius Caesar for that episode. 
Um, so make sure you guys come in um, or, or wherever you're listening from, your local uh, brick-and-mortar shop, and uh, get you a Julius Caesar to smoke while you're listening to next week's episode. Um, Which that's in my top list of cigars. Oh, yeah, me too. It, it's phenomenal. We'll get into it next week, though. Yeah. I don't want to get too far oh, into it. <laughs> it's so good. So the other thing we're going to do on every episode is we're going to end the episode with a game called Million Dollars Butt. So this is a game that I found uh, for me and my fiance to play because when we're going to trips, we go to Dallas a lot. Uh, we always like to play, you know, or like, you know, that game growing up, would you rather, you know, would you rather have, you know, four hands or four feet, you know, but, you know, just stupid stuff. So I, so I found a game and it's from my favorite podcast, uh, the Rooster Teeth podcast. It's a comedy broadcasting podcast they have a bunch of stuff and they created this game called million dollars but and it is it is hilarious i mean oh, if you so have funny. if you have the mind mentality of me um <laughs> you and a bunch of your friends definitely play it it is it is ridiculous but in the in the best way possible so it has two cards you pull one has a a thing that happens and then the scenario so every week we're going to do it and we'll give you our reasoning why we would or would not do said yeah. thing for a million dollars. As well as whoever our guest yeah. is. Yeah, so, so. I mean, you're, you'll, you'll get a little bit of the, you know, how we think and how we, <laughs> and how we are just off these answers, I think. So, today's is million dollars, but every time you step in gum, your favorite musician releases a chart-topping song about how much of an asshole you are. Oh, that would be so epic. <laughs> I would definitely do that one. I would do it, too. I mean, you would be known as the guy. I know. Right? Like, everybody would know. But the problem is, so it's your favorite artist, right? Yeah. So you probably have friends that that's also your favorite artist, or their favorite artist. Yeah. So what do they think of you if this guy I, thinks you're you know, the biggest asshole in the world. I know. Where does that go? But like, so one thing about me is like the music I listen to, not a lot of people listen to. So no. I think I get a kind of a free pass. Yeah, you get a free because pass. Because you won't be able to understand <laughs> no. what a lot of the lyrics or whatever Wait, it's is. Called, it's called what? Don't, don't. Okay. Come on. <laughs> it's it's just like post hardcore. I know you want me to say crab core. Crab core. <laughs> it's what not that. It's that. It's like post hardcore, just metal. I'm a I'm It's crazy. I'm a metalhead, you know. It's terrible. Just how I am. Yours would be what? Probably country. country I listen yeah. to more country than so anything. So just a but sappy so, song about But I have like a very broad spectrum of music. Yeah. I listen to all kinds of stuff. I mean, I've got like the rap pack. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, no, we'll hip hop. I have all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but what would be funny though is like you're such a fan of country. A lot of our patrons are fans of right. country. They're going to know the song. Oh, yeah. Sing hey, it listen, to you. I would probably be at the concert when the song is being <laughs> sang. And you got to think, every time you step in gum, that's a pretty common occurrence, right? You know, I was sitting so here you're not like, just going to have one song named after you. You're going to have a whole album. There's going to be tons of songs. I would. I People would will get tired of it eventually, right? I would do it, though. I would, too. You'd probably lose some friends, but I just... Yeah, right. You'd pick up so many friends because you would be the guy that these songs are about, right? <laughs> you are the asshole. Yeah. I mean, you, you couldn't become a, a bigger star for... Literally, this is the Kim Kardashian of nothing. <laughs> you know, like the popularity from doing nothing. Yeah. I, I would do it. It would yeah. hurt. It would hurt, especially if no. it's coming from my favorite band. But like... No, not me. I'm glad they're doing well. <laughs> I'd be I'd be all in it, man. 
I would. I would embrace it. Like I'd have I'd have music playing everywhere I went of my songs. I would hope I could like uh, you know do a voiceover or something on the track. Oh know? yeah. <laughs> I stepped in gum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's pretty much like what this game involves. Um, some are going to be like that. Some are going to be way out there. Give us another one. That one was too easy. All right. Um, million dollars, but every time you see a TV. So for you, for me, every day. <laughs> Constantly. You taste the cause of every bad smell. So it won't be oh, always, but man. you smell some of the bad, you taste it also. Every time you see a TV, you taste the cause of a bad smell. That's not worth it. Like, I mean, it'd be all day at work. Yeah, but you don't, you don't smell a lot of bad stuff throughout the day. No, that, but every time you see a TV, you would taste it. It doesn't mean that that thing is necessarily in the room. No, I would. I would. I think it. It would be like if somebody crop dusted the shop, and you saw a TV. Yes, you would taste that. But no, it wouldn't have to happen simultaneously. That doesn't. That's not what the card says. No, I think I. I. I'm interpreting as in like. Well, you're wrong. If there's a if there's a bad <laughs> smell that happens to be where a TV is, yeah, you're gonna know what no, that is. Read the card again. <laughs> every time you see TV, you taste the cause of every bad smell. So that means every time you look at a TV. You're going to taste it, whether it's in the room or not. <laughs> yeah, but what bad smell? That's what I'm saying. I think the bad smell has to be where you no. are. No. Why would it have to be there? I'm going to roll the dice, and I'm going to take it. Dude, there ain't no way I'm taking that <laughs> I'm one. taking it. I'm are gonna, you kidding me? I'm going to roll the dice that the universe isn't that bad to me. What's the that, worst smell you've ever smelled in your life? What if it's dough urine? I See, I'm not a hunter. So, so I, if I smell dough urine, I'm in trouble because I shouldn't be wherever I am. Not only would you be smelling it, you'd be tasting it. That's what I'm saying. You My don't thing. have to be in the same place of the bad smell. It just says you're going to taste the cause of a bad smell. <laughs> it would be like uh, every time we open the ashtray can to dump it out. Oh, man. Because, you know, we've been hit in the face with that. Yeah. And that's, that like makes you go, Bleh! oh, yeah, no, that's awful. Or like uh, somebody's BO or something, Ugh. you know? I mean, you would taste that constantly. <laughs> we got, we got clean, and we have to clean the bathroom every night, too. So Think about that. That is not <sighs> worth it. How many times do you see a TV a day? Well, I mean, every day <laughs> when I wake up. Literally, yeah. All uh, day long. All right. Walking yeah. down the street, you would you would see a TV. See, this would this maybe this would be a good way to get more people into books. Yeah, it would. De you definitely <laughs> stop watching TV. No doubt about that. See, I watch too much sports, and uh, I, c I couldn't do it. I mean, I'm constantly. I'll have the TV on in the background when I'm at home, not even watching it. You just have to cut your tongue out. You just get rid of all your TVs. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a lot easier than cutting your tongue out. I think you're going about this a little backwards here. Uh, well, <laughs> the first one, definitely do that one. The gum. <laughs> the gum I'd do, for sure. It would hurt. I would embrace that. It would hurt. It wouldn't hurt me a bit. I, I don't want to hear my favorite band sing bad about I me. wouldn't care at all. <laughs> make as many songs about me as you want. Well, you know, they could make a bunch of songs about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> all right, well, we want to thank you guys for, uh, for tuning in. Um, this was just our introduction episode, so... Um, the next episode we'll have, uh, like I said, Brandon here, um, and we'll get into some more stuff with sports and, um, yeah, what's going on in the week. Um, yeah, you know, the I we'll, we'll talk about our probably our favorite cigars. We get into yeah, that. We'll get with into him. a little bit of that. Um, 
But, you know, this is, like I said before, this show, you know, it's going to roll the punches. It'll evolve. And the main thing, we just want to hear back from the listeners, too. Yeah. Um, hear what you want to talk about. Because, like, when we're talking about the aspect of this show, you know, we want it to be cigar-oriented, but not only about cigars. It's more like, you know, the the talks that happen in a cigar shop. Yeah. Um, you know, the life inside of a brick and mortar, um, breaking down the family aspect, the the friendships, the bonds that occur inside these doors. And, you know, we'll tell stories and just talk about, you know, that in general. And it's, um, you know, it's a cigar podcast that's just based in a cigar shop. Just not only about cigars. We'll, yeah. We'll hit everything. It's uh, it, It'll be about what cigar smokers are interested in. Yeah. So. You know, it's, you know, and we were, we're definitely in the younger demographic um, for um, cigar smokers. So we yeah. have a different out view or look at certain things in life and cigars itself. And, you know, you'll hear that. Um, you know, I, I expect us to have, you know, differences of opinion. And I want that. I want there yeah, to be too. the discussion of, you know, seeing views from A and B and whoever we happen to have on as a guest, you know, give them, give us their opinion on certain things. But everything's going to be based around the leaf itself, just in different aspects. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Don't forget, uh, Julius Caesar, go by and get yourself one. We'll see you then. Later.